We're Courtney Gilroy, Gina Quattrochi, and Jordan Strobeck. Our direct sales business brought us together, and it's our full lives as six-figure mom entrepreneurs that bring us here to share all of our best experiences and education with other moms building their social selling empires during nap time. We're so glad you're here. Welcome to the Social Selling Collective, the podcast. Welcome back, social sellers. In today's episode, we're talking about the big P word. What's the P word? (laughs) The P word (laughs) is productivity. I feel like this is every mom's metal name. (laughs) We're over here laughing, but we are constantly juggling, right? We're constantly juggling, multitasking, and trying to figure out the best ways to be productive. It's actually probably one of the questions that I get most often is how do I sit down and actually be productive? So what even is productivity? You know, if you've been following our podcast here that I love to define and redefine words. So I pulled up good old webster.com and productivity is producing or able to produce large amounts of goods, crops, or other commodities. So I want us to start thinking when we say productivity, think fruitful, rich, high yielding, right? And this can be applied both in your personal and family life and in your business. Um, So let's really dive in. We came up with four of our favorite productivity hacks, and we're going to kind of do a deep dive on those. So the first one is preparation, really setting yourself up for success. I love the Benjamin Franklin quote, by failing to prepare, you are preparing to fail. It's actually a little bit convicting, right? Um, So for me, we thought it would be helpful to like dive in and each share some examples of how we prepare. So for me, I do this. I usually do this first thing in the morning. If I'm really on my game, I'll do it the night before, but I, you know, best case scenario, I'm up before my family. I can get maybe a little workout in. I love to grab my coffee. I do a quiet time and then I sit down with my calendar and my notebook and I just brain dump all of the things that I need to do in my day. First and foremost, I make sure that all of our personal family things are on that calendar. Those things are my priority. Those get put in there first. I make sure that everything else gets filled in, um, you know, in the cracks around our priorities, right? Some people like to do this preparation over the weekend. Um, I think it's just really up to you and how you like to prepare. So I want to pass it to you, Courtney. What do you usually do in terms of preparing? Oh my gosh. I just have to say, I don't think that many people put as much value as possible on preparing. It kind of seems like, oh, you know, I can just do it later type thing. And I just want to cheerlead like tip number one is probably like the utmost productivity hack, especially in motherhood. And um, for me, I actually like to think of it as like, think of how much value you get when you like pack the diaper bag the night before, you know, how how much value, (laughs) like it makes your morning go so much smoother. And so for me, if I can do something the night before, and just even think about the one thing that needs to get done, what's going to move the business forward, the one thing, then that is what sets me up for just an easy win the next morning. Cause I'm not wasting time thinking about it. So it's a simple prep. If I would 
prepped the diaper bag the night before. Why wouldn't I do the same for my business? And we were just talking about this in our um, new growth workshop with our MBA students. And it was just so fun to break it all down and really get a lot of ideas on the table. I, I think this is definitely a conversation worth having. I love it. Okay. Jordan, what about you? What do you usually do for preparation? So same thing. I work at night typically. Well, I work in the morning, but I prepare my day the night before. And so you all know that I love my push journal. And so I identify just sort of three main tasks that I want to make sure I absolutely achieve the next day for my business. But then I'm also scheduling in literally the time with my babies. Like we're going to go to the park at this, you know, hour block and lunch here or whatever it might be. And so I find that waking up and sort of having my day already planned just takes off any stress because let's, let's be real. We're moms. And sometimes our mornings start at like four 30 with the babies and other times it's 9am. And so for me, it's just really important that I get that time at night when I know that they're in bed so that if our mornings don't go as planned and, you know, oftentimes, like I said, we're moms, they don't, I at least know the high priority items that I have to get done for my business. And then just making sure that those, that time to be present and fun with my kids is, is absolutely in the calendar as well. So that's what I do. I love it. And you're kind of teasing one of our other uh, hacks here, but I am going to, that is such a good point. Number two productivity hack that we came up with is identifying your best working hours. Where is your mind the most fresh, clear, and focus. So as I mentioned a second ago, I personally am a morning person. I, I love getting up before everyone else and just having some quiet time to really set my day. I I like to say we, as moms are the temperature gauge of our family. And if I can get up just a little bit before, uh, the chaos ensues the laughter, the yelling, the I'm a boy mom. So just the crazy cars, the running down the halls. I, I just feel like I'm a little bit more put together. So I have identified in myself that my best working hours are first thing in the morning. So like I said, I I have my kind of routine that I do in the morning, but another way that I've set myself up to be most productive is, um, I now outsource and I have a sitter that comes four days a week, um, for three hours a day. And so when I was booking her up, um, I made sure that she could come in the mornings because I knew that. I'm the most fresh and on my game first thing in the morning. So after my sweet time with my boys, we do breakfast and we have some great time around 9am she comes and then I can sit down for a three hour work block knowing that it's still in the morning. I'm still, um, you know, fresh in my day. I'm not totally worn down by, you know, creating three meals, uh, you know, breaking up fights, talking through emotions. Um, but I'm fresh on my game with work. So I would love to hear Courtney, what is your best time of day, uh, to be most productive in terms of work? So I have a really similar layout to you and I try to identify, I usually will try to do like an eight to 11. So I'm a little bit, um, shifted, but, um, that is when I can know that the kids are also set up for the most success too. Um, that's when they are the happiest, most willing to, you know, sit down and do an activity and not need my input as much. And so something that I love to do around my working hours is to give myself the grace and the flex around the developmental needs of my kids, because especially when your kids are so young, it can be feeling like you're 
like grinding metal on metal when you're trying to like, you're trying to do one thing and a kid is needing an input the next. And, and sometimes it's just so much easier to say, you know what, like they're going through a growth spurt right now and it's okay. And so while in this season that I'm in my, you know, eight to 11 block works really well, there have been times when it absolutely hasn't. And when I've been, you know, doing the later hours and um, whatever you decide, let it be seasonal, you know? And so um, for me right now, that morning time is my power time. And, um, and it's certainly about the quality of the hours that you can get over the quantity. So um, yes, you can absolutely have a full-time salary income producing business in part-time hours. It requires thinking outside the box a little bit about how those hours are going to show up. I love that. And I just want to make the connection with the preparation hack and then the also best hour hack. If you're prepared, when you show up in your best hour, you're going to be even so much more productive because you're not spending that fresh energy that, you know, sharp mind on, okay, what am I going to do? Who needs me? How am I going to respond? Should I check email for, you know, it's just like, you know what you're going into. And so that three hour time block is going to be so much more productive. And I agree with both of you. I am a morning person over and over again. I joke, you catch me after like 3 PM and I'm going to lose, you know, a few, a few uh, IQ points every hour. (laughs) So so five to 10 AM is you, you got, you got me good. And that I love that. And I, I do want to note too, that like these can all change in seasons, right? I remember, um, thinking back when I was really building my business and I had a newborn. And so I wasn't able to wake up early in the morning. Are you kidding? I could not get my butt out of bed until like 8am. And so I found myself working better in the evenings, you know, once, you know, with that newborn life, I was able to put my little one to bed and then work from maybe like seven to eight or nine at night and just have like, be able to get some good focus time there and then get myself to bed early. So I think it's just really important. The key is just identifying what season of life you're in and what those best working hours are for you. And yeah, and, and be willing to shift if it doesn't happen the way that you wanted it to happen. Um, which leads us to number three. And we kind of alluded to this a second ago, but the third productivity hat hack is, how can we cut distractions out or limit distractions when we are in a working block? I've done this a couple of different ways. I'm currently in a season of, um, I love a good phone timer. So I will sit, sit down and I will say, I'm going to work for, you know, 30 minutes on this particular topic. And then I'll like set my phone aside, make sure that I don't get distracted by, you know, <laughs> text or boxer messages blowing me up. I'm big on, we've talked about this a lot on this podcast, turning my phone on, do not disturb. Um, I just, cannot hear the dinging all the time. So it's a way for me to set that boundary and come back to it, you know, later. I also, I hope I'm allowed to say this on this podcast. I put my headphones in. I love to put a little wrap on and just like really get in my zone. Um, it is, it's the way I just work best. I need everything else drown out. I can't hear the kids playing in the background. So I pop the headphones in. Um, Gina, do you you listen to the explicit version or (laughs) the family centered version? Your listeners need to know. Uh, Tell the truth. (laughs) You know, you know, I love my like hardcore rap. It's just, I don't know why I don't don't know what it is. I just put my headphones in. You guys don't know me, but I also have um, black rims and tinted windows and I like just 
I don't know. I just, I'm just feeling it. <laughs> oh, all right. All right. I'm digging it. <laughs> uh, so what it. about you? How do you cut out distractions, Jordan? Well, I, I also now want you're every- knocking my ways. <laughs> yeah. I want everybody to know who's listening today. I know the hack around getting to Gina. So if Gina's ever on, <laughs> do not disturb. And you need her. My sisters I- are the, my poor sisters, if they're listening, they're the ones that are always like, I can never get a hold of you. <laughs> <laughs> that is hilarious. I, so, you know, I never did the airplane mode or the do not disturb before meeting you, not, not meeting YouTube. I think it was Courtney. I think it was very beginning of this business venture. You shared that hack and now I do it all the time. And so the biggest distraction for me often is text and email and Voxer. And so when I am working and by working, I mean really in that creative zone of content creation, leadership development, I emails off, do not disturb on my computer. It's on my phone. And I am just, um, you know, my sitter knows how to get in touch with me. Absolutely. But everybody else is like, not, you know, doesn't have access or I'm not available to them at that time. So I think that's huge. Yeah. Oh my God. Well, I'm the same too with the hardcore phone boundaries and um, computers now, I think have the do not disturb setting. They didn't always. So that used to be like so much more of a pain point, but I think now um, even if um, if you're on it, like an Apple computer, if you scroll up to the top right corner of your screen and you scroll your little um, notifications bar all the way down, right at the very top, it says do not disturb. And I don't know, I don't know what it is. If it's not an Apple computer, but I'm, I would envision, envision somewhere on the other, in, in that same zone, same <laughs> zone, but that little toggle has given me so much space in my, like, in my head, you know, just to not have those notifications keep coming up. Um, I love Courtney with the uh, tutorial over here. If you ever yeah. need a tech question, Courtney is your go-to. Yes. She will film a loom video yeah. for you yeah. and then <laughs> the send it to you. girls. Oh my gosh. But <laughs> catch me if I'm wrong. They help us be more productive. Yeah, you're yeah. incredible. Yeah. Yes. I would be like floating in an ocean somewhere if it weren't for your organization. So it I love it. It doesn't kill you. It will make you stronger. <laughs> Oh, and we are strong. I, I bet it. Gina has a rap line for that. Yeah. <laughs> maybe we should make up a rap. We'll, we'll spend the whole podcast. You know, hey, maybe the next podcast intro will just change up the change up the beats. Yeah. Oh my gosh, we we need to change our theme song. It needs yeah. to be <laughs> rebrand. It's just it's just Gina freestyling about the social. Twenty twenty one rebrand. <laughs> oh my goodness. Oh wow, look at us. Um, <laughs> and I promise we are recording this in the morning which we all claim to be our working, our best working hours. Um, Okay. Our fourth productivity hack is putting your priorities at the top of your to-do list. And I think we've all kind of alluded to this and mentioned the importance of setting your priorities high, right? As busy moms, we constantly need, especially trying to build, you know, your own business as an entrepreneur, we're usually working in smaller working windows. Um, and we just need to be prepared for interruptions or things not going as planned or the kid needing extra cuddles or sitter calling in sick or whatever it may be. And I think when we are prepared and when our priorities are at the top of the list, instead of getting frustrated, we can still be productive, right? So that when we have a 10 minute window or a half hour window, you really can make sure that you're knocking out the most important things to move your business forward. And so I have really personally started, you know, I, I said, I like to brain dump 
all the things that I need to accomplish in that day or week or however you operate. But then I would recommend highlighting the things that are most important or the way I operate is I put the priorities up at the top of my list so that I know when I only have a small little window or, you know, if I'm running at the nap time hustle and not sure if my kid's going to sleep for 30 minutes or two hours, I'm going to knock out those things that are most important no matter what. And I just really feel like that that is setting yourself up for success and, and, you know, yielding as much fruit as you can in those working blocks. So I'll pass this one on on over to Courtney. Yeah, I, I so agree. And I love the, the idea of thinking about prior priorities as, um, along this quote, I think Greg McKeon said this and if you don't prioritize your life, someone else will. And so if you're not going to claim it, what are you leaving up to and who are you leaving it up to? Right? So there's a a really big leadership step when you decide to put your priorities at the top. So that again, when you step into your work block that you're doing what needs to get done. And when we're, we're talking about leadership, I think that identifying your priorities is, is one thing, right? As the leader, that's your job, but when you're thinking about setting up your team culture and having that be a productive atmosphere, knowing what your downlines, what their um, priorities are, that is really huge for building momentum in your business and helping your team to be reminded of what is going to be the most productive efforts as they move through their days. So as a leader, you know, if you know that, um, okay, I know it's a priority of Jordan's to not be working at night. And if I see her working at night, maybe it's my job to, to say, Hey, gentle nudge, your priority was to not be working. Go go sit with Jeff or whatever, right? Jordan's, I, I, Jordan's not on my downline, but you know what I mean? But the, but the idea is that as a leader, knowing what your priorities are and you living them by example, and then turning around and just reminding your, your downlines of, hey, this is a priority for you. Go ahead, step into that, claim that, do that, be that example. Then that has that ripple effect down your downlines. And so it makes you more productive because your team is also then starting to be more productive. Does that make sense? And then Courtney, and then cue the scalability, right? I mean, we just did, we're doing a whole podcast about scalability and that right there, what you just said, it's that duplication and the scalability and the passive income. So I love that point. So good. Hey, social sellers. We want to be sure you know you're invited to our online course, The Social Selling MBA, that's open for enrollment right now. But only for a limited time. And if you're listening to this podcast when it's published, then you're in luck. And if you're catching a podcast replay, that's okay. Jump on the wait list. But either way, your next step is to head over to socialsellingcollective.com slash MBA to sign up. The Social Selling MBA teaches the solid foundational strategies for building a family-centered social selling business. We cover setting you and your family up for entrepreneurial success, developing a confident personal brand, selling with intention, recruiting a team of A-listers, and then onboarding them like a true leader. If you're feeling like you're missing out on building a family-centered social selling business foundation alongside motivated people like you, then don't miss out. Join us. Join us. Join us at socialsellingcollective.com slash MBA. We'll see you inside. All right, Jordan, what about you? Yes. So for me, Gina, I work really similarly to you in that I have 
a push journal, which you've all heard me talk about. I love it. And what it does is it prioritizes three tasks a day that are going to move my business forward. And so come hell or high water, those three tasks are going to get done. And they're always, I shouldn't say always, they're almost always some kind of income producing activity, right? They're not just like organize your desk, although that's really helpful and can be very beneficial to my, my business long-term, their organization, but they really are items that, that have urgency or um, true prioritization around. And so I operate with that, that at hand. And um, if I get to nothing else, I consider it a big success if I can knock those three tasks off. And I will mention that when it comes to my priorities, I try to, I try to make them tasks that are actually under 20 minutes to do. And so if there's a bigger item that needs to, you know, get done, I will try to break that into three different tasks that kind of bake into that. And so it just feels more manageable for me from a productivity standpoint to not think, oh my gosh, I have this overarching task, this big priority that needs to get done. It's going to take me 10 hours. I try to break them into just 20 minute, like small tasks. And for me personally, just something from like a mindset perspective, it just allows me to start kind of, um, kind of hacking away at those tasks. So that's been really, really helpful for me. And I'm going to just add in a, can I just add in a fifth, a fifth tip here? Yeah. I'm totally going off your, your, um, your four, but the fifth is buy minced garlic. All you busy moms out there should buy minced garlic because it takes so much. Gina's like, what are you going to <laughs> I'm trying to follow like, here. You're like, what are you talking about? There's a but, point. I know, I know where she's going with it, but give her, give her a minced garlic. I, okay, guys, four months ago, I started buying minced garlic and I'm not kidding. I'm more product productive in my day-to-day life because I'm not mincing garlic cloves and having to clean the mincer. It saves me literally like 20 minutes every other day. So I'm just throwing that out there for the busy moms, Gina. Gina's face, you guys was like, what is she talking about minced <laughs> Well, and I remember you telling me that story before, but I'm like, okay, wait, what are we doing here? Okay, I love so it. You can right. ward off the vampires. Exactly. That's why. That's what makes me more productive. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> And also, I feel like I've been buying minced garlic. I haven't tried to mince my own garlic in like, you know, since 2000 or something. So thanks, thanks, Gina. We've been working together for six years. You could have told me that. I'm like, I can't get the stupid garlic like skin out of the mincer. I'm not kidding, guys. It takes me like an hour when I mince garlic. Now I wish I was like a fly on the wall watching you do this. You guys, (laughs) I'm never going to get the chance. I was literally when I was talking, I'm like, oh my gosh, this joke is falling flat. Okay. I love it. Well, we got to add a little humor. All you moms out there listening, you you know about the men's garlic, don't you? Comment in, let us know. All right. So in conclusion, as we all know, there are so many ways to be productive. There are so many great tips and tricks. I mean, there is there are book upon books upon books out there. But today we shared our, fa- our four, well, make it five, favorite productivity hacks. So in review, number one, is preparation, preparation, preparation. Number two, identify what your best working hours are in whatever season you're in. Number three, limit your distractions. Number four, really put your priorities at the top of your list so that you can maximize whatever, however small or big your windows are. And then number five, 
buy minced garlic. <laughs> the ones from Trader Joe's are in the frozen section and yeah. I love them. <laughs> so that concludes another episode of this podcast. Thank you so much for listening and we'll catch you next time. This episode might be over, but the conversation is just getting started. Join us inside our free community for moms and direct sales at socialsellingcollective.com slash community. They say motherhood and direct selling takes a village, right? If you loved what you heard today, please consider sharing this with your downline teammates so they can grow alongside us too. And most importantly, thank you. Thank you. Thank you for choosing to be here. We'll see you next time.